you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once. I am one of those melodramatic fools, neurotic to the bone, no doubt about it. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Paul. On this episode, we have been to the cinema to watch Brightburn. And uh, something to scream about is a little bit different this week. We have a special interview that I did with Shauna McDonald from the awesome movie The Descent that I did back last year. And also, our movie from the vault this week is basket case how you been buddy fucking brilliant mate i mean we're just like did i swear already (laughs) yes already straight in there just before this we were like talking about yeah let's keep the swearing down this week straight (laughs) away i apologize carry on to all the young children out there who listen to this podcast fuck it carry on all right (laughs) Um, you're turning 40, so uh, oh, uh, tomorrow, as we record this, we're recording it a little bit early because we're planning to go away to Belgium for a little bit of a bit of a jolly. Oh, has any horror movies been filmed in Belgium? Ooh. Maybe we could find some, like, if anybody knows, uh, maybe drop us a line. Well, it's going to be up after we get back. So Okay, then don't drop us a line. So I, we I'll are, do some research I'll on do a bit of research on Belgium horror movies. Mm. I know a Norwegian, a mm. troll hunter, and dead snow. But yeah, Belgian man, that's a good shout. Hmm. Gonna have to get European on this bitch. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. It's been a good couple of weeks. Well, lots and lots of fucking stuff that's happened. Yeah. I mean, I've watched a new movie on Netflix. I hope you have. Mm. I am mother. I gotta confess, I haven't because we've only—it's only been a week since the last one. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'm, it is on my list, and I really, really want to see it. So don't okay. spoil it. I'm no spoilers, but it's um, it features um Hilary Swank in it, and I got the voice of Rose Byrne. You talked about it a couple of episodes. Yeah, ago, I know the I, I know the premise, but I don't yeah I don't know anything about other other than that. It's just an interesting dystopian movie, and. The there is some definite horror elements to it, as does these like dystopian sort of movies. But mm. I just want to get your take on it because I really liked it. I I, li- I I mean I think I really will like it because I, I I've been told it's it's very much like in the vein of Black Mirror ish kind of type stuff. I love all that futuristic kind well, of like stuff like that. Well, that and um, love Death and Robots. Mm. As we oh said, yeah, I love that. that. I love that. Which, well. by the way. Mm. Has been renewed for a second season. Ah, oh, brilliant! So, I, know, I didn't know that. Fucking happy days! Absolutely love that. Is Absolutely it? loved it. I binged it's... a whole lot. Oh, I did too. Oh, I loved it. I, I really want to watch it again. Actually, yeah, it is absolutely incredible. There's a couple of them just like completely stand out. Mm. But um, yeah, so that's a little bit of um, news. Mm. I got some news before we get some fucking quality shit in a bit. Right. Black Mirror, have you watched them all yet? Yes. Good. So we can talk a little bit about Black Mirror. Let's do it. Which was your favourite one? Now, I really liked Striking Vipers, <laughs> the first one. And, yeah. And, and okay. 
like, like I said, if you look like her in a video a video game, I'd definitely fuck you. Sorry, but oh, that is disgraceful. <laughs> I I don't know. Is that do you reckon there's a glitch in the game? We might be talking spoilers, so if you haven't seen it, skip this Platinum part. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Striking Vipers was very interesting. It was good. It was good. Um, yeah, and yeah. again, like they always do, have some good social commentary. But it was just, it was just weird, you know. Mm. It's clever because you know, I mean, it's very much the gaming industry is is going down that route of sensory gaming and VR and all that stuff. So, it, I can totally see this sort of stuff coming in in like 10 15 years time do you know what i mean because that's how fast it's moving brings out that sort of moral question in terms of what what limitations do they put yeah in a vr reality mm. yeah definitely you know? definitely like there's like Cause it's supposed to be a fighting game and they, they turn it into a fucking game <laughs> so very very bizarre like street fighter but street fucker yeah, I mean, I like the Miley Cyrus one as well. I thought it wasn't too bad. A, a lot of, do you know what? I've seen a lot of people online slamming it. Really? Now. Yeah, slamming it and really saying it's the worst one a lot. I think that's people and jumping onto the fact that it's done by Miley Cyrus. Yeah, it, with Miley Cyrus in it. Yeah, and I think it's the is is the way it's portraying. Without, I don't really. Again, I don't really want to talk too many spoilers, but the way she's portraying it is it life imitating art. Is is do you know what I mean? It's just like. That whole thing, but I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really clever. I thought it was funny in some bits, a little bit cheesy in some bits, but it it was good. It was a Black Mirror episode, and and I don't think it was completely different. You yeah, know what I, mean? I don't think it moved on Black Mirror. No, um, unlike Striking Vipers, I think mm-hmm. there's obviously some very similar ones which they've done in the past with the VR technology. You know, yeah, the one in the house. With yeah, that's really so, cool. Again, so that I don't know if this, really I don't know if this season mm. moved on. Well, the the technology. Fact that, I, f- I feel like um, what they've done in the past, each season has kind of gone, I've, I've been like blown away and yeah. gone, fuck, that could happen. And this time the, around, it was kind of similar. Yeah, but the, I mean, there's only three episodes, but yeah. they were a bit longer than normal. So I was a bit gutted there was only three because I love them so much. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really enjoy, I, I enjoyed the second one, which was called Smithereens. 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 Yeah. Because that for me was my favourite one. I really liked that. It and was it, he's brilliant. He's a guy from who plays. Um, he's in Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he he he's a great actor. Yeah, he's brilliant. I he's thought Topher Grace was played a pretty decent part in it as well. Oh like, uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, he's quite unrecognisable, and then yeah. he talks, and you're like, oh, that's him. Yeah, I thought it was quality. Straight away, straight away. But like that for me was the one where I'm going, okay. Well, it, it it really makes you kind of take stock of what you... It really makes you self-conscious about yourself and how much you t- spend on social media. It's really clever. And it makes you kind of think, oh, God. Do you know what I mean? Social media could actually destroy everything. And it has probably destroyed people's lives. You yeah, know what I mean? and it is destroying It really hits home. Lives, yeah. It and really hits home. But the way that it sort of played out, the technology was also aiding mm. as well as um sort of detracting from it it was just mm. very clever mm. i really liked it do you know the, i really liked it the best thing ever is the the best thing that i got out of this i'm not saying it's bad but i watched all the three episodes but as the last episode ran out it literally went straight into the next black mirror episode and i was just like sat there in my breath and i thought oh fuck it and just let it roll on and it was nosedive and i fucking <laughs> love nosedive 
And I just, I absolutely love that one. It's one of my favourites, man. Yeah, I agree. One of my favourites. It's just like, I was just so, again, watching it again. It was just like, I fucking love this episode. My one rolled into um, the zombie one. Oh, really? The, the woman who's sort of um, been sentenced to relive that sort of scenario again. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah. the name of the episode. Yeah, I know which one but it is, though, yeah. She, 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 that, is, that one is fantastic. It's just the girl plays the ghost in Being Human. Right, okay. Uh, I, that oh, yes, definitely. I know that one. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That is quality. So, yeah, Black Mirror is definitely one to go and check out. Yeah, even though it's free, Even though it's three episodes... I don't know what they're doing. I don't know. What but but out. we did have Bandersnatch as well, I suppose. Yeah, so they can get away with it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else we got? So I also watched um, just a little bit sort of similar. Happy season two. I don't know if you've seen that. Do you know what? Um, friends at work are absolutely obsessed with this program, and you told me about it before. And I really, really want to dedicate some time when I get some time to watch it because everybody's just said it's batshit. I'm not going to spoil it, but mm. the moments with these things and the sort of S&M nature, hedonistic sort of vibe that it's got, mm. as well as the ultraviolence mm. and the blood and the gore um, in the cinematography, I think it's just it's fucking brilliant. Um, and it's yeah, it's proper uber violence and stuff. Yeah. Like that. It's on that level I've of heard, like yeah. Punisher and stuff, like that. and it's got some dark undertones as well. It's it is like an extended Black Mirror sort of weirdness. I don't know. It's 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 unique. I suppose. Mm, I think. I'm definitely going to check it out. I got a couple of um, things through the post of the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Some uh, we talked about it quite a lot while ago now. They were launching these Jaws Funkos. Oh, yeah. So I bought a couple. Oh, yeah, you've got some in there. They're yeah. slowly coming over from America. <laughs> and I've got Jaws with his, um, with the canister, canister in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've got Brody so far. So still in the post. And you've got pre-ordered the other two, right? So I've got Quint coming soon. That's awesome. Ooh, exciting. Uh, watched The Host on Shudder. We talked about that the last episode, so I just you, uh, fuck it, I'm going for it. Going for it, yeah, again. Sh- Shudder's got a few more coming out, like when we, we discussed it, we saw it at Fright Fest last year, Boar. Yeah. That's now on Shudder. Definitely worth a watch. Yeah, so they've got some quite beauties, and the guest has just popped on as well. It's good they're getting some good content now, man. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's about time, because it went a bit stagnant. I mean, they've got Summer of 60... Summer of 84. So 84, yeah, Summer of 84. You were about to sing Summer of 69. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, <laughs> So since then they they've not had much like exclusive wise. Summer of really. was the big one, and I was like, oh, where's yeah. that coming? Mm. Then they had the Ranger. Now Balls oh, pop, pop, popped one. on. Yeah, um, I've seen Phantasm on there now. Yeah. I think there's some great content. I think it will get bigger. It'll definitely get bigger. And yeah. the one, you know, Shudder. Uh, Netflix was terrible when it first kind of for the first few years. You know, it wasn't that great. But I think I think Shudder will get some really good stuff soon. Looking forward to that. Got a couple of trailers to talk to you about. Mm. I'll go for one first. Banana Splits movie trailer. Mm-hmm. I showed you that literally about yeah, ten minutes before did. we started. The well, I thought you podcast. were taking the piss. Yeah, you were. <laughs> you were lost. You had to scratch. You were a little scratching your head, thinking. You're thinking. Hang on. What? It's and it's like... the actual Banana Splits. We think it looks like. It definitely is. Yeah. Well, they've got the costumes. Yeah. There's no would... like and the logo taking. and everything. And the song. Yeah, and the song, yeah, the I biggest part of the show. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know who the Banana Splits are, and I don't, not surprised if you don't. It's like, yeah, obviously, it's, it's from, from the I 60s. think it's even before our time, yeah, yeah obviously. I mean, when I was a kid, we watched like the Monkeys, Partridge yeah, Family, and stuff like that. It's a long, time. sort of that era. Mm. 
and it's like a kids sort of TV show, wasn't it? Mm. They, someone slapstick comedy stuff, wasn't it? Someone's got the rights to it, or someone's done something weird somehow <laughs> because it's they've turned it into a fucking um, horror movie, mm. and it looks weird. And do you know what I reckon's happened? Is like, do you know when certain things go up for auction because nobody's made anything on the rights? That it's basically gone up for auction and everybody's gone banana split and no thanks and somebody's gone hang on a minute this could be interesting let's sci-fi turn it on his head the sci-fi's picked it up as a movie yeah and it hasn't got a sharknado budget the trailer's good it looks um a bit like the purge quality yeah it could be like that. like the the tv show from the purge the quality of that and like it looks really well made because when you said i thought is it like low budget like one of your terrible b-movie things that you watch on you know sci-fi and it's actually not it actually it's really well made well, we've got to keep an eye on this because i don't know the release date yet no and i haven't got a sci-fi channel mm. so you're gonna to have to record it we'll have to, and we'll have to watch that because it looks batshit tape it yeah and then this <laughs> <On> VHS. <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting go for it so dr sleep trader dropped mm. what's mm. your thoughts because you're the you're the big shining fan. Well, tell me, tell me about what, how you felt when you watched it. Little tiny goosebumps like popped yeah. in. Seeing you, you and McGregor, uh, pop up. I didn't. I haven't read the book, so I read The Shining. Are you going to read the book? Before? Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I got. To, I'm reading Game of Thrones at the moment, so I'm not really sure. Um, I kind of want to hmm. because it's obviously grown up Danny Torrance. I didn't expect to see the Overlook. Okay. So when I saw the overlook in the trailer and then revisiting the stuff when he's old mm. and they've, they've, somebody's been very clever and, you know, put the two trailers side by side against the movie. So oh, okay. the bits and shown as a comparison right. and difference. We know that Stephen King is very on board with this movie. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. And like he was with The Shining. Mm. I'm fucking buzzing for it. I mean, you put up a, a little poll Yes, I did. Yeah. What are you looking forward to more? And everyone said it, chapter two. On Twitter, yeah. Because you'd expect, and you'd expect, expect that. Yeah. But I think I'm looking forward to Doctor Sleep. Yeah, I, I am. I am definitely. Because I don't know what to expect. Funny, no one actually even picked um, Charles Play remake. <laughs> no one picked that at all, and I'm not surprised. Poor Mark Hamill. <laughs> but yeah. Um, it, it looks interesting. Is that in I'm, November? I'm interested to see this. So it's. Uh, I, I read an interesting fact actually apparently you know do you ever watch the film oculus i haven't seen it about i know the mirror uh, yeah i know about the mirror the... yeah apparently that that it's uh been said that in this new um dr sleep movie that mirror is um been put in somewhere throughout no the movie yeah throughout the movie is oculus the one with um oculus amy smart yeah in the bath so, yeah. and her jaw gets ripped off Mm. Oh, it's got, yeah it's pretty gross that one so yeah Doctor Sleep that's exciting I didn't expect that trailer no yeah they dropped that didn't they but there was another trailer that we were expecting do you want to talk about that yeah we did um, we saw we got treated to the Free From How tra- teaser trailer how the fuck did that make you feel oh my god when I saw it initially <clears throat> I was like I skipped by it and it was obviously I had no fi- sound on my phone I was like oh my god oh my god fumbling with my phone and stuff and went back and obviously watched it about seven times um yeah it's an intro doesn't give anything away obviously because it's a very very small teaser trailer it's got a lot from the other movies 
obviously a lot of footage from the previous movies but very small snippets of the new movie not really even enough that you can make out anything as far as i can tell um they're out of jail or you know whatever i'm not sure well it got mowed down at the end of devil's reset so how the hell are they still alive that's obviously going to be explained somehow but yeah, our, and our friend uh, Richard Blake, uh, Richard Richard Brake was in the trailer, which looks awesome. It looks mm. like he's teamed up with them, so he's definitely a bad guy. What's his character called? I can't remember now. <sighs> Shit, what was his name? I can't. It's something really long, like no, but it's something. Sure, didn't he? Uh, Foxy, Foxworth, Foxy. Foxy. It's called him Foxy. Yeah, I think they they shortened it to Foxy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm well excited. I can't wait. It's just like I am crossing my everything for Fright Fest. Wow, they it's coming out this year. They so. are going to announce mm. their opening and closing movie. Mm. I think it's this week. Yeah. So well, actually, by the time this has gone out, they'd have already announced it. Right. Yeah. So hopefully, by the time the podcast comes out. Fingers crossed, and then man. maybe our, by the time we do our next one, and if he comes down, I will literally shit my pants if he's there to open it. Because when we went to thirty-one, yeah, he obviously couldn't make it, but sent a video to us all. Um, so I'm really hoping. I don't think he's on tour as well. He's just finished the tour, so I will literally shit my pants. Interview. <laughs> well, you got to do a bit of begging there, mate. So you're gonna, like, have, to, you're gonna have to take one for the team, mate. <laughs> anyway actually you've led me on to an even a really cool little point there is have you seen this year's fright fest poster by oh, the great graham humphreys it's fucking outstanding oh my god i was like every year how does this guy top himself like top himself not top himself oh god no not top i totally don't do that. that wrong got that wrong if... how can he beat the previous year's poster but this year is just awesome I just I think it's just it's perfect for their twenty year like anniversary. I'm guessing you're gonna be getting another C shirt this year. Oh yeah, every year I get a T shirt. <laughs> I'm right. I love it, it's just got the organisers on it, it's got Paul and Alan and it's got all four of them like And then it's got the unique face. thing these that thing's uh, like ripped his stomach yeah. open in the middle. It looks incredible. It looks really, really cool. Really cool. Yeah. So I'm well excited for that. It's getting closer, mate. Yeah, I don't. I'm getting worried. I have to get on the old internet and get tickets. Hopefully, we can secure them really quick. Okay, what other what other bits of news you got, bud? Well, tell me something. I've got quite a lot, so we've got quite a big news segment this week. Even though it's been a week since our last one. So right, we had a short one last last (laughs) one. So you're all good. Um, Have you seen the extended Stranger Things cocad? Ah shit! No, um, it popped up on my Twitter feed. But I didn't watch it yet. Mate, it's so cool. You've got to watch it. Isn't there something about Burger King as well? Yeah. You're leading okay, me on sorry. some cool. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, yeah, Burger King, I don't think they're doing it over here. It's probably just a States thing. But they're doing an upside down um, Big Mac. And it's literally just a Big Mac turned upside down in a carton. But the carton's limited edition. And they're, Do you mean Whopper? Uh, oh yeah, not Big Mac. don't yeah. want to be sued by McDonald's All right, sorry. or Burger King. There are other burger joints available. Um, good, good recovery. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not. It's a whopper, isn't it? I don't, I don't go to Burger King. Well, no, you're, right. a, you're a weird vegan. Person. I'm not a vegan. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're, but they're doing other. They're doing like exclusive T-shirts and some pin badges or something like that. And 
and also the one of the best things is you know the ketchup sachets yeah it's like um Eleven's nose it's just her nose and when you open it it's obviously a little bit of ketchup drips down the nose it's genius oh that's clever it's, it's really really cool but yeah you need to check out that it's like Stranger Things trailer but it's done like in a style of the old school um, Coca-Cola advert um, yeah you've got to check it out man it's good okay I will do after this so yeah this was a complete and utter surprise Blumhouse of announced they're remaking black christmas yeah that's this was out of like literally nowhere 1974 black christmas and obviously it was remade 2006 as well which wasn't that bad okay do you want to do you want to hear some little facts or have you got all the facts false facts the original 1974 black christmas correct had margot kidder in it Hmm. and there was some other big one and a big name in there as well so that at the time obviously superman and stuff like that the late, the later one had Michelle Trackenberg from Buffy. Mm-hmm, that's right. Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it as well, mm-hmm. and there was another one. There was another person who was quite big in it as well. Mm. So obviously, like quite popular girls and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And this one's got on. image, image in poots. Who's in Green Room? She's fucking great yeah. in Green Room. Yeah. And this is quite cool. It's got Lily Donahue from the Goldbergs. I love the Goldbergs. Yeah, man. So cool. But yeah, I'm I. I think that they will cradle this with very good arms. They will cut the, will, the balls they very will softly. Cup and tickle the gooch um, on this one. That means, mm. so we are going to get a Christmas horror movie this year. Yeah. Did we have one last year? Mm, we didn't, no. did we? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, no, we didn't, no. We're gonna get we're gonna get a new Christmas movie, horror movie. Fantastic! Yeah, can't, can't wait for that one, um, because I thought it was a joke to start with. I thought it was really. I was like, I've not seen any news about this whatsoever. Um, yeah, and I think that's everything apart from two little plugs here. I don't know. Uh, obviously, you've taken advantage of this, but Arrow, I've got a buy one get one freeze back. Yeah, I hear you've picked up a couple out of. Uh, well, we've been given a couple. Oh, yeah, I've got um, Doom Asylum, People Under Stairs. Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> and oh, what was the other one I got? The Beyond. Oh, cool. Rawhead Rex. Rawhead Rex, awesome. I thought, and this has upset me a little bit, mm. Sleepaway Camp was an Arrow one, but it's not an Arrow release. No, it's not. Come on, great. Arrow. Get out. Option it. Yeah, need they, that bad they haven't got a lot of horror horror on their roster coming out soon, so I hope they've got some more dropping soon. And the last one, Candyman. Uh, no, they've had a couple. Oh, they the, then. This, this year they have the Candyman. They've had the Ring. Mm. So they've had a few like big, and they're but they're bigger ones. I just want, you know. Well, yeah, I want those kind of unknowny kind of like retroy ones. I don't know what they've got. got. They must have some other stuff like. I've got my eye on one more. Yeah. Um, but I think I need obviously if it's two for one, mm. I need another idea. My own Life Force. Mm. The artwork on that is superb yeah. as well, man. But I need another idea. I'm sure I can, my get, second one. I can get, give you some pointers. Just get me another one. Don't care what it is. No problem. Last little bit of news and uh, just a little plug for the guys at Hell on Shirts. Um, they've had a few new range drops. Um, and they, like, literally, I just purchased myself one because I had to do it. They got they had a Burbs t-shirt. The Burbs You t-shirt. bought the Burbs t-shirt? Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. I thought because they did Halloween 
came out again. I thought you were going to go for the Halloween one. No, the burbs all day, mate. I was like, there's something that you just don't see that often. And it's just like, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's that's mine. And so I pre-ordered it straight up. So they got, they got the pre-orders for that up, which is, is, is amazing. And they've also just dropped that um, they've got a Hellraiser one coming up. I'm going to show you the picture now, which is pretty... Oh, it's got the chains on there, mate. Yeah. That's the long tee. Yeah, they they probably do uh they do a t shirt of it as well. Oh, I like it's that. It's got a back print as well. It just looks awesome. Oh, it's got the puzzle box on yeah. the back. But they have got loads of stuff coming up. Their their roster is looking like crazy because like July they've got Nightmare on Arm Street, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, Hellraiser, Scream reprint. You're gonna love that. Um and they've got Conan July. They've even got Conan, uh, as in Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, they've got August. They've got Beetlejuice, Evil Dead, Predator, The Running Man, and Mars Attacks. September. They've got their roster for September. Psycho, Fright Night, awesome. Uh, Edward Scissorhands, Carrie, and Return of Living Dead. Oh my God, September! I am going to be skinned. <laughs> yeah, Return of Living Dead. That is, uh, if they've got like a tar, tar dude on it, I'm. I'm oh yeah, that'd be awesome. I'm all over that yeah yeah definitely but well done guys you're coming out with some amazing stuff so head on over to their their instagram or their website and uh, pre-order now yeah and they got a weird little they got an interesting little setup haven't they because they release them on the day you got to look you got to find out when you when when they're releasing it like say it's at seven and then once they're gone they're gone yeah so they're lim- they're all limited runs yeah. I, I don't know obviously numbers but yeah they're only available for a limited time which is cool, so you know that every other person under the sun ain't going to have that T-shirt, which is awesome. Fucking hell, lots of news. Mm. Lots of exciting and stuff. And that's only a week. Yeah, and there's just, we've just got, like you said last episode, there's a plethora of uh, horror mm, movies coming out. Do you like that word? Yeah. I'm going to use it more Say often. Say it again. Plethora. Mm. So, you're welcome. Say it again. You're welcome, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> right. So if that's the news, dude, let's move on to our main review. Yeah, let's do it. We were lucky enough to get a little pre-showing before it actually came out of the new movie Brightburn. So you're a tough guy, like you're really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Uh, I'm going to give you a little kind of synopsis thing. What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? So we've got a Superman ripoff. Homage, Paul. Homage. <laughs> it's basically like a what if. Hmm. So if anyone's, if we, if we've got any comic book fans listening, Marvel and DC, more Marvel, I think. But there's a lot of what if comic book ranges. Hmm. It's like what if Superman was like went to Russia instead of America. That was um, DC. That was DC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So DC obviously do what ifs as well. Okay, shut up. It's not no. It's not what if. It's, um Red Sun is the one, the right. Russian one, yeah. But they do, they do these like what if they, they Marvel do, oh, do what if, yeah. What yeah. Marvel do what if? So there's other alternative, like you know, what if these characters? I guess I didn't care if they're Marvel, but what, no, no, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. You know, what if 
uh, Wolverine would do something, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. this is basically, and it's not DC. This isn't DC. No, it's not Marvel either. This is ex- no. no, this is like it's from the fucking. I don't know if it's the mind, but it's obviously been produced by James Gunn. That's right. Producer, and the Gunn yeah. family. Yeah, it's his brothers that have wrote it, and yeah. he's produced it. So he's basically put the money into it. Yeah, he, probably had a little input. It's got sliver written all over it, though, isn't it? Yeah, definitely some little bits in there, yeah. So I'll run down the cast. Go for it. So we've got Elizabeth Banks playing uh, Tory. Mm-hmm. Bears. David Denham. Roy. He's, he, well, he's, he's Roy from The Office. He's not, oh, is he? I don't watch The Office. Oh, American Office. The American Office. Right, okay. Not, I didn't know that. Was oh, okay. I don't watch it anyway, but... But he's, but he's uh, plays Kyle, the dad. And you've got Jackson A. Dunn. Who plays Brendan Byers? Bayers, sorry, and he plays fucking evil young, not Superman. Evil <laughs> young, <laughs> not Superman. Tell us, what do you like about it? So we've obviously had a little kind of bit of a chat before we even saw it. Obviously, seen the trailer. Now, my concern over this movie going into it was the content of the trailer. I mean, we've had we've seen the trailer. The teaser, the trailer, the second trailer, probably more than you can count on your hands and feet. Because obviously a lot of, sh- lot of movies we go to um, are horrors and stuff and it's going to be promoted before it. The problem I had was most of this movie was in the trailer. Um, which really made it difficult for me to completely and totally enjoy this movie. And that just, yeah, put bad taste in my mouth a bit. Not to say I hated it. It's not. I didn't hate it by all means. It was a good movie, but I have my issues. What about you? I fucking loved it. Mm. Like I loved it. Like watching a fucking. You proper... loved it like chocolate. I got a thing about comic book movies anyway. Anything with a superhero in, I just yeah. somehow it get, I've got. It just makes me melt. The, I can't even like X Men. I've got a massive thing for X Men. Everyone seems to like hate those movies. But I, can't, I can't see the hate. I love them. I love Apocalypse. All of them. This fucking ace. I can't believe you liked Apocalypse. <laughs> I don't. I just think I've got these weird little blinkers. You've got problems, on. yeah. Have I? I don't think there's one, one superhero movie that I can say that I've disliked. I know. I can probably think of one. Go on. Green Lantern. No, I liked it. Oh my god. <laughs> Bearing in mind. That challenge. I've got those sort of blinkers on. Yeah. Anyway, this movie. Mate, you like what you like. This movie. Completely just, embrace it. That's, type, that's made, completely fine with me. This movie's made for me. Really. And I bloody loved every minute. I lo- I know that. I know that half of it, maybe a bit more than mm-hmm. half, was in the trailer. Like all mm. the good bits and stuff. And I wish that I'd never seen the trailer because some of the bits that were in there mm. I could have done without and as a little, nice little surprise. Yeah, I just don't know why they put so much of that ram down your throat it's just i don't understand why because i think it would have got mums on seats if you didn't have to see all that trailer footage were they trying to separate themselves from it being superman do you think they had to do that no i don't think either because i mean it it is obviously they've obviously gone yeah like you said what if we did this no one's really done this apart from I felt that I'd seen a lot of these tropes in Chronicle. Um, yeah, I'll give you which that. Which I absolutely loved. Absolutely think that. It had that, that low budget Chronicle feel. Yeah, but the evilness about, you know, 
the, the, the one of them was like, well, you know, I'm not going to be good. I'm going to be evil. It's a birth of the supervillain. It's yeah. a brilliant movie. Yeah. I think they saw a gap in the market and they come up with a very good idea. Visually, it looked looked amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I love the design of um, the little dude's suit. Like the, the costume. Made. Yeah, I thought that was really, really freaky. Because it was so like um, a kid making his own costume. It's like Spider-Man all yeah, over again. Yeah, but at again. the same time, it was just like, they made it look otherworldly. They still used the whole... This is... I don't understand mm. how... Has James Gunn done something recently with DC? Right, he's... Is he doing Suicide he's doing Squad? Suicide Squad, He's yeah. got... He's just gone, I'll do it if you let my brothers make this movie. That's what he's done. <laughs> You're I right. really believe that he's gone... That he's got... He's sort of come off Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 2. He's... He, you know, obviously we know he's back on it. Mm. Mar- Marvel Three. kicked him kicked him off it mm. um, and then he's like well you've just made two of the fucking best Mar- uh, Marvel movies that have ever been like put to screen mm. and he, so it's like just give him everything that he wants mm. and I think he's got carte blanche and so he's gone to DC DC said do, do Suicide Squad 2 for us and they went alright I'll do it for you one condition my brothers have made something that uh, they, they talked about. It. We talked but, about it down the park. We said, but we want to do don't Evil sass, Superman. Don't sue him. Please don't yeah, sue him. We want to make that movie. Yeah. And it, would take, it won't take us long. Probably take us about a we week. We won't call him Superman. We won't call him Superman. Not so Superman. We won't call him Clark Kent. His Evil name's man. Brendan Bayers. Brandon, isn't it? I don't, yeah, Brandon. But we're going to do it. And you all right with that? And they probably went, that's our biggest, you know, unit. You can't really do that. Mm. And he went, hmm. You reckon? Mm. I don't know. And I reckon, I reckon he just literally got his cock out on the t- on the DC table and just went, <laughs> "I'm doing this." Flop. <laughs> yeah. You want me for Suicide Squad too? You want me to make the? You don't the- want to get sacked again, mate. <laughs> you want me to make one of the best, you know, DC movies ever? Hmm. Look what I did with Guardians. Here's my cock. I'm gonna make a piss take of Superman. And he went, "Oh yes, sir." And that's what I reckon they did. <laughs> Who was that? That was, that was, Who was D, that? That was a DC producer. Oh, right. That was, okay. Grant, that was Grant, what's his face? Okay. Right. <laughs> Brilliant. That's my... Brilliant. I think that's how Hollywood works in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see it be able to fly on the wall if that was actually real. But, yeah, because that's the only way that I can imagine this thing getting made because there's no, there's no hiding the fact. Oh, no. That's, you know, they can obvious. Call, they it's, can call it's it plainly obvious. Whatever they want. They can call mm. it Brightburn. Or they can call it Superman's fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy years if they want. Mm. Because this could have happened. We didn't get to see that in the first Superman. Fuzzy years. You know, when, <laughs> when it was Christopher Reeve, you know, mm. it went from being a bit bullied, getting his powers, and then he was like square in the city. Mm. You sort of see a little bit in the first one. I know if you investigate a little bit more and watch Smallville and all this sort of stuff, there are elements that you get to see. when, when there's You like, watch Smallville, didn't you? My brother watched it a lot. Yeah. It. <laughs> and you just watched it every Tom, shot. Yeah. Tom Welling, he's great. It's just, just like the Twilight eight, Nothing wrong with Smallville. Um, but they show the dark side of Superman. They show him when he gets like a red bit of stone and it affects him differently and all this stuff. So they've done that. But this was like, this could so this could have happened. This is basically, for a couple of years, Superman was a cunt. Mm. You know? Did he, is that what you, yeah maybe you buying it <laughs> good things I really liked about this I've obviously talked about the 
the kind of um, cinematography in it that was wonderful, the shots and the scenes and stuff. Wasn't so happy with the smashy, smashy, shaking, smashing houses and all that stuff. You mean when he was going like... A bit crazy. Really speed and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I kind of agree with you that, but... I like the um, mm. I like the long shot where he's just he's just literally hovering, like really far away. And it's that, that was pretty clever. Um, and it was quite eerie because he's just watching. He's just stood like in the air, like flying in the air, just like watching what's going on and assessing the situation. It's a bit freaky. He's a, he's a weird little kid. So what, like... What do you think it is? Because it's weird, isn't it? It's like, because there's a really weird kind of almost evil dead bit where the whatever he crashed in starts glowing red and it's almost like it, it was like some kind of being like gets shot into the boy like at one stage because he's like a normal boy up until this point where suddenly this thing comes alive and then you see something kind of like and then that's it. It's, it's like it's taken over him and manifested in him well, rather than it being him the whole time. Do you see what I mean? Well, you think it's not him. You think it's the the essence of the... Of something... Well, he was obviously sent for a reason, right. I would imagine. So there is a storyline in Superman mm. where um, his dad, Kal-El, yeah. Yeah. has literally said to him, you will not go to... He it gets mis- The message gets misconstrued mm. and it's like you're not going there to help you're going there to rule mm. so he sent him there to rule mm. and i think that's what it is i think this version of events is like he is being at the age of when like puberty when he starts getting, mm. getting his powers this thing is basically starts possessing him see that's this what is I their version of events i don't think it was i think that's his nature i don't i i see i i'm i am different on that i don't think it's actually him i think he's just sent there as a shell as they've almost like copied him and gone yeah he looks like a human but he's just going to portray a human and at the right point in his life with this is going to come alive and possess him and make him start taking over the world like almost like a kind of weapon um but orchestrated by something yeah i, I just think he enjo- i was just think he embraces true nature mm. dark superman fuck shit up mm. yeah um some, yeah, of, we, we, some, we, some of the kills was interesting. The gore in this movie is... I didn't think they were going to go there fantastic. on the kind of guy that gets kind of his truck smashed and he's literally... Spoilers, if you're if you're listening to this. We're probably going to spoil some stuff now for talking about kills. Um, but yeah, there's a bit where obviously this guy gets smashed up in his van. And it's, his, it's his uncle. Yeah, his uncle holding his face like with his hands and you think... Oh, are they aren't they and then literally you see him his hands come away from his face and his literally draw jaw is gone yeah it's gross it's a proper hardcore that was cool that was, scene, that was good man. good effects i thought but just before that mm. the the bit that you see over and over and over again in the um trailer is the mm. woman in the um diner yeah now what you don't see in this in in the trailer is this bit where a bit of shard of glass goes in her eye. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty gross. And then yeah. she pulls it out. Mm. That little blood spray. Mm. I was like, oh, these guys mean business. Yeah, yeah. They're not fucking about with the gore. And then obviously moments later, you had this guy's jaw hanging off. Yeah. I was like, fuck, we're seeing some cool shit. It's not just about 
what you don't see. They're yeah. showing some good, good special effects yeah, in it. Definitely. Um, I I would like to see if any stuff got cut. I'd be interested to see if they think it went a bit too far. Um, yeah, maybe being such a big mainstream movie, like they probably they you know when they made Sliver, they probably got away with loads more. Because that film is a gore fest, but I reckon I bet there's some stuff that hit the cutting room floor that they couldn't put in, which hopefully might be on the Blu-ray or something like that extras. Oh yeah, I mean, what about when he t- takes his dad out in the woods? Mm, yeah, his dad. Yeah. <laughs> his dad throws... That was cool. I quite like that, yeah. but it's a little bit ropey on the CGI kind of point. It was just like, yeah, that looks a bit CG. Whenever he's rushing about. Do you mean? No, I mean the bit where he kills his dad and his kind of eyes like kind of burn out and oh yeah, it looked a bit kind of a bit dodgy in places. It uh, wasn't as gory as I wanted it to be. No, I I would have liked a bit more practical effects on that. Um, if it, that's just me being picky, yeah okay, but they could have done yeah they could have done like that. Seen his eyes explode or something. <laughs> so, like that. One of the most disturbing bits mm. was I mean I know it was annoying with him run going and back and forth through the house and basically destroying the out of that house yeah going after his mum you're it like was just a bit too like loud and screamy and a bit too long and smashy smashy i just the thing is like with super, some superheroes i get a bit annoyed when they go with all this smashing stuff up yeah. all the time and and maybe it's just a piss take on that but we thought i thought i don't know what you thought i thought mm. he was just scaring her yeah i thought he was never gonna or playing with her like yeah uh, uh, yeah but he is an asshole asshole <laughs> He's, I like that about the kid. He, he, he definitely made me think he's a little shit. Because Elizabeth Bank gets dropped from a great height. Mm. Yeah. I did like that kill where yeah. I thought that was really, really outside the box. Like you've never seen really that kind of thing where somebody's just got. You've seen it where they've hit the atmosphere where they're getting saved and stuff or dropped and saved, but you've never seen somebody being taken up into the atmosphere and literally die. Yeah. Of being able not to breathe from the atmosphere. I thought that, that was really cool, that bit. I really liked that bit. And the cop kill as well. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty gross, yeah. She, she, the bit we, she, she was sort of creeping through the house. There, sort yeah. of that, like, good levels of tension. Hmm, yeah. In some in some aspects. The, 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 a few little problems I had with it is just like the relationship. Like, I thought Elizabeth Banks was awesome in this movie. I thought she's really, really good. The, the problem I had was that the relationship from uh, way, the way she thought, felt about her son and the fact that she would do anything and say that people are lying and no, he's not, he's my son. It went from being so protective and then there was a certain point where it just went bang. Oh, he is, he is the killer, actually. I believe you now. You're, you're right. And I just think... I would have rather them keep with the fact that she still carried on kind of like completely saying, no, this isn't, it's still you. It's like, rather than becoming this scared person of now this killer. I just didn't, I didn't feel it in the performance. I, I just, and then the bit with the dad as well, it's just like, he's cared for this kid for years and years and years. Um, and although it's not his child, I get that. I guess it's not his child. He would still have that bond connection with him and he would be a lot more kind of like, I feel like upset rather than scared and trying to kill his own son. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just was, a bit too quick for me. That was my only, only points. The only points yeah. that I had written down were the fact that, yeah, those, the, okay, fair enough. You, in, in reality, mm. you, you, you got to think, yes, you would probably want to write your wrong. Mm. Okay. But the way they did it, maybe just missed a beat, rushed a little bit. I can I understand where they're coming from because it's a movie at the end of the day and you don't want it to be too long. But I just felt there was the, the connection. It started off really well and you could tell like the, the connection between Banks and the kid was really, really good because they really made quite a lot on it, you know, with her playing hide and seek with him, always caring for him. And, you know, they had to rush through the whole kind of start of it with her wanting a baby and not being able to have one and then, you know, this miracle falling from the sky, blah, blah, blah. Which is great. I didn't have a problem with that, the speed of that. The only problem I had was the fact that kind of little switch was just really quick. It's almost like they got to a point where they're like, oh, and now are we, how are we going to make her find out he's actually an arsehole and, and a killer? Yeah. And it's just clicked too, a little bit too quick. But I think, personally, I think I would have loved, I would have loved this film a lot, lot more than I do if I hadn't seen so much content in the trailer. Yeah, okay. And this is why, I mean, I couldn't get away from this one. I, I try not to watch trailers too much or over and over again, that kind of thing. But we really had no choice with yeah. this one. So the other, like, only other thing I wanted to talk about with yeah. it was the um, after-scene credits mm. with uh, the wonderful... Should we leave this as a surprise? It's up to you, I don't mind. I don't know. Okay. Or you could just say stay. Stay. If you can feel the trade. Stay till the end. Hmm. Um, not right to the end, but just like there's a little bit of like yeah. after credit bits, which is very nice not for anyone who likes a bit of DC. All right. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Do you think there will be more? Like Chronicle, I hope there isn't. Mm. I would have looked, because after Chronicle, I was like, oh, God, mm. I want to see the next one. I want to see the next one. And then he did Fantastic Four and it was shit. Mm. So he needs, he's, he's doing something else, that guy now. But yeah, yeah Chronicle is so good. So, apparently, Brightburn was a budget of $7 million. Okay. Which is a good amount. Nothing. And you can see why some of the CGI was a bit... <laughs> but... Um, so a sliver. So far, <laughs> as far as I've found out, um, it's done $27 million worldwide at the moment. So that... So they made profit that, on that? Well, yeah, that, that probably secures a sequel if wanted. I don't think so. I don't think they will. I don't think James Gunn will produce it, even if it does. Unless, and, and I doubt the Gunn brothers will write it. I, I doubt, but if it was to fall in someone else's hands, which I hope it doesn't, you know what they're like, it's, they'll make anything. Yeah, and the garbage that they are, have produced in the way of Justice League, um, it still makes bank. And yeah. they're not going to ruin that sort of platform by introducing a alternative DC. But I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to see another one. No. So I'm happy with this one, the standalone. I'm happy with the little nods at the end that mm. give you just just that that do. That's enough for me. Yeah. Don't don't be silly. Let let James Gunn have his little seven million to make <laughs> to get this movie made for his brothers. It's a nice one. That's a nice kind seven million bonus. But we don't need to see any more, in my opinion. Cool. I'm should just we, happy uh, with this one. Should we rate this bad boy? Yeah. Breaths out of ten. I'm giving it eight breaths out of ten. Mm. 
not bad. I, I am going to go slightly lower. I will, I will go six breaths out of ten. I thought you might. Okay. Because I think that it's, it's, it's just just about six on the fact that um, they had a good crack at it. And I like the concept concept of it. It's just a shame. It probably would have been up two marks if I hadn't seen so much in the trailer. Almost give it nine to be us, but, you know. Really. No chance, mate. Nothing will be that so far this year. I, only, I gave us, what, an eight? As well, insane, mate. You need to rewatch that. <laughs> I think that's why because you didn't go and rewatch it. I will rewatch it, of course. I was brilliant, brilliant movie, but I think this one for me, the enjoyment factor was that's there. cool. Yeah, you're all about your superheroes, yeah. You know? That's and fair enough. I was just whooping in my head, going, Yeah, smash her little face in. <laughs> I wanted to see him do more stuff. I wanted to see him rip some fucking. Yeah, heads I, I would have liked to see a bit of like I mean, maybe, you do maybe a, a group thing because each kill was kind of like people on their own-ish kind of yeah. like I would have liked to see like a load of people just be taken out you yeah. know what I mean I wanted to see some dark like, shit once, yeah. he'd done, once he'd done that jaw, that jaw drop I wanted him to see, uh, take arms off start hitting people with them <laughs> with the limbs I mean, you know we yeah. saw that the hand break and stuff like that I wanted him to go town yeah forget about his eyes because he could kill everyone just do it slowly yeah yeah cool dark superman awesome bright burn <laughs> good good movie right what's on the agenda for um Next uh, episode, do we know what's coming down the pipe? We are doing Child's Play. That's the, ne- the next. That's the next movie, I believe. What you feel about that? I'll tell you after I watch it. <laughs> I think it's you that's more. I'm going to be um, have the opinion. Opinion. Well, I mean, you're the Child's Play dude, so you're the one that's got the, you know, the. Emotional connection to this movie, so I, I, hope, I really hope they do it justice, mate, for your sake. And I hope, I hope it's good. Okay. I mean, I, I'm on board with Mark Hamill doing the voice. You know, I'm all all about that. That's cool. But let's see what content they can put in it and what way they go. Okay. Yeah, but I'm I'm looking forward to it, mate. Horror is yeah, got like a, a good, got, spoil. After Charles play, we've got some hard choices to make. Mm. You yeah. have to need your help in the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a, the dead don't die. I think might be on the same time as Midsummer, mm. um, and I think it comes out around time about Annabelle. Yeah, it's just we got some choices to make after well, Child's Play. I think we're definitely doing Annabelle. Definitely doing sure. Annabelle. For I, think, sure. I think Annabelle might be on its own. For shizzle. Yeah. All right. Cool. Excellent. All right. Let's move on. We're doing a bit uh, something a little bit different this uh, episode with uh, something to scream about. Normally we take a topic and we chat about it and maybe have a fallout about it but um on this particular occasion we've got a nice little treat for you um now last year at london film and comic con i had the special kind of uh, privilege of getting some of sean mcdonald's time uh from obviously the movie descent and to take some time out and have a little interview with her which was great now we were hoping to put this out kind of a lot earlier this year because I was really trying to get a kind of like an interview with Neil Marshall but obviously because of all the Howboy stuff and everything I think he was just too busy um, I reached out but um, did, would you know didn't get uh, what I wanted but I was holding out and that's why but we have Sean McDonald uh, which is more than amazing um she is she was really really kind and she took the time and this was the first interview i've ever done 
Um, so forgive me if it's really like a bit lame in places. Um, it is a bit loud in places because it, we were actually at the con. Um, so you'll hear a bit of screaming and shouting, but you can perfectly hear her and, her and me talking. So uh, we're just going to put that, we're going to talk a little bit about the movie first before we go into it and our thoughts on it. And then we're going to play the interview at the end. So what are your thoughts on The Descent? Well, mate, do you remember when you first watched this? Yes, I do. Fucking... I actually went twice to the cinema. Did you? Yeah. I mean, it's got a really, a real special place in my heart amongst like horror movies. It's one of the most unique um, experiences of watching of mm. any movie I think I've watched in the last like 20 years. It's just, yeah. it's it's nuts. It's a groundbreaking movie. Yeah. And in my it's eyes. fucking such a scary concept yeah i mean that fear of like um, one isolation two being underground in a place where you just can't just escape straight away yeah and then through just these fucking weird creatures just coming out of nowhere trying to mm. eat you mm. yeah i mean it not only for me it was an english movie a british movie being made by a british director who directed it and wrote it not only that, it was uh, to me it's groundbreaking because it's the first movie I actually saw, and I thought, you know, it's an all female cast, which is kick ass. So all those people that were like, you know, you know, again, I, we've said it before, again and again, the horror community, the horror movie industry, um, is, you know, female driven in my eyes with scream queens and, you know, and parts that are just before it's time and this movie was before it's time you know six female characters all strong females i think that's definitely the first the important thing to notice they're they're mm. not they're not damsels in distress no that's why i loved it because they didn't just scream and run away it's just like this was a movie with guts and a lot of guts (laughs) um and i just think that it was just so fresh for its time as well you know, it was around, you know, it was around the time where, you know, girl power and all that stuff. And, but it was just, it was just so clever and it was just hitting the nail on the head and everything in it is just brilliant. The, the script writing, the effects uh, are just unbelievable in this movie, you know, for the budget they had as well, um, was, was not huge, but, you know, um, it was really, really, you know, used well it's the simplicity of it all yeah it's like okay you've got a cave Mm. you've got a dark camera Mm. um with a bit of light on it you know and you've got these creatures that occasionally you see Mm. you can't that can't cost that much money Mm. the location's in one place obviously maybe to get them down and the health and safety element and all that sort of stuff yeah there's a lot of training involved Yeah. yeah i mean have you ever been caving no, but you have, haven't you? I have, but I was like... You love going down a crevice, don't you? Oh, very good. I was like, oh, I don't know, 11? Right. Must have been... Penkefley, by any chance? It was Penkefley. <laughs> yes, Matthew. It was Penkefley. And everyone's probably... Anybody from the lovely Swindon that's probably listening to... Did you say lovely in Swindon? Lovely so, Swindon. Oh, is um, twinned with Penkefley. And so a lot of people may have had the opportunity to go. And so when right? I say... I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, it's twinned. I thought we were twinned with Disney. We are twinned with Disney as well. There's a special <laughs> relationship with Penn Kefley for the schools in Swindon and stuff okay. like that. Um, and I got to go in primary school and secondary school. Wow. Didn't go caving in secondary school. 
but in primary school, so I was even younger, I must have been, yeah, I'd say about 10, I think, going through like the letterbox, and I wasn't a, a slight child, I must have been <laughs> a, a, slight a little child. bit of a, a chubby checker back in the day, so you know, <laughs> I, I had to uh, like squeeze through those little holes, it's fucking scary, fucking scary. You're quite good at like squeezing into little holes, aren't you? Very good. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it was. It's very daunting. Was well, yeah, I mean, uh, are you, are you, you claustrophobic? Um, I don't think so because I went down. Went, like, yeah, if yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have been able to go down there. That's but fair. I've been in like. Yeah. I think everyone's got that. I think it's a normal human fear. Mm. So, and that's what it, sometimes you thrive off the fear. Sometimes you just can't do it. Mm. So yeah, claustrophobia is nuts, man. Yeah. Like. Yeah, it's just, I think, worst case scenario is being trapped in, like, a little fucking hole mm. and somebody trying to bite your feet off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, th- I mean, this movie, some of the some of the set, some of it was sets, I believe, as well. So, like, some of the cave scenes were, they actually made these massive cave sets and, and stuff like that, which is, again, uh, pretty unbelievable when you think of the sheer size of, of that kind of stuff. But, yeah, I, I just for the time it was just one of those movies where i i went like i went twice and watched it i absolutely loved it i own it on blu-ray you know i went to meet shauna mcdonald because i am a fan got got the print on my wall sign absolutely love that movie it's in, definitely in my probably if not top five top ten top eight probably films of <laughs> horror movies of all time um but absolutely love it yeah I mean, I'm with you, mate. It's it's right up there. And you, I think, I forgot about it for a while. Mm. And there was a period where I was like, oh, I don't know what, you know, I hadn't watched it for a while. Mm. And I think I got the joy when you went and said you were going to meet Sean and McDonald's. I was like, okay, I'm going to bloody watch it then. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck me. This is fucking awesome. And obviously, there's a Descent 2. Yeah. And the, the end into this movie and is just like, if you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it, but mm. it's like, some real psychosis going on there. So, there in terms it's so of what clever. It's so actually clever. happened next. It's just, it's absolutely genius. Um, Not it, to mention Shauna McDonald's role in this. Oh my God, she is absolutely astounding in it. It's just like, the, from all the girls in this, it's just, they just all give it 110%. It's just like, it's just crazy acting. It's like mm. some of the finest acting. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, and direction. So, well, yeah, yeah, Neil Marshall, fucking fantastic. Dog soldiers, mate. Great movie, another great movie. Soldiers, fucking ace. Yeah, British. Yes, we love you, America. Come and, back. And Korea's Neil doing Marshall. very well, but forget about to... how, boy. Come back and make another, write another horror. Yeah, come on. Practical I'm... effects all day. All day. All day. Right, are we gonna listen to this? Should we run this bad boy? Let's run this bad boy. I just want to say as well before we run it, thank you so much to Sean McDonald for giving us the time and uh, to do the interview. Here we are at London Film and Comic Con 2018 and I'm here with uh, Sean McDonald, obviously star of Descent. How are you today? I'm great. I've had an amazing response from all my fans and I'm kind of blown away to be yeah. honest. You yeah. had a good con so far? A really great con. Yeah. They've only booked me for one day and they booked me for one day because I'm a wild card because I'm not part of a massive franchise. Okay. So uh, Lawrence and the, and the team at Showmasters tend to just book me for one day okay. and I've had loads of signings now so I'm hoping next year they'll just book me for longer to give people more yeah. of a chance to see I'm me. I'm surprised that you're not yeah. here longer days yeah. to be honest. Well hopefully next year. <laughs> yeah, grateful. 
Excellent. Um, well, I'll get into some questions with you, that's okay. Yeah. Um, so when did you first get into acting? I was a really shy kid and I had a lisp and uh, I didn't like to speak out loud very much and my mother made me join this company, this junior choir, it was a, like a little amateur amdram for kids and I hated it because it was all about being loud and confident and I just wasn't that at all in jazz hands and I don't really have jazzy hands and then I went to this amazing youth theatre when I was 13 and James McAvoy went to it as well and it was just filled with fantastic exciting opportunities and it was led by these really great drama facilitators it was Brunton Youth Theatre and Paisley Youth Theatre and it was about the age of 13 when I discovered that acting wasn't about being the loudest in the room it was about being creative and yeah. and uh, and as a group as a team um, creating a scene or trying to find truth in a situation so I was quite young but I didn't think I was very good because um, you never really know as a kid, no, no. you know. I, I used to do drama as well. And I uh -huh. loved it. I loved it. But sometimes you just get to that point where you're like, oh, "Is this for me or is not?" Is it for you? Yeah. Exactly. There's a tipping point, isn't there? But throughout school, because nothing really grabbed me as much as acting did, I thought I just had that sinking feeling that if I don't act, I think I will be quite sad. Yeah. So I tried to get into drama college, and luckily I got in first time, and then the rest is history. So. Really? Properly from 18, you know, studied acting for three years, and then, and I did work when I was doing that as well. Um, luckily, I did get uh, films, and I got Rocket Post, and Late Night Shopping, and a Tagger, and a Theatre Gig, and Debt Collector, and Daybreak. So I had worked a bit during drama college. So by the time it was time for me to go and graduate and go to London, <laughs> somebody in fancy dress. Um, it all slotted into place and yeah, it yeah. was great, yeah. Oh, fantastic, it's fantastic. So how did you come about the role of Sarah in The Descent? How did you obtain that role? So I, this is back in the day when your agent phoned you to come and pick up a script. So you sure. didn't get emailed scripts then because, sure. no, you just different didn't. Times. Different times. <laughs> yeah. different times. You, sometimes you would get faxed sites. Oh, really? yeah. old school. Without yeah, old school. So I went in and picked up this uh, script from my, my agent's office. And I was due to travel back up to Scotland, so I read it on the train with my pal Simon, who I'd known from drama college, and I said, I've got this horror script, oh, I don't know, it's about six girls that go caving, and he's like, oh yeah, well, we all know what kind of film that's going to be. <laughs> and by the end of the train ride, we were just like, oh, this is an amazing film. Yes. Sure. So I really wanted it really badly, but I had to audition three times to get really? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made me work quite hard. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, they made the right choice, obviously. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, your role was obviously very challenging in the film. Uh, what did you, how did you cope with the physical and mental aspect of this? So I've always been fairly sporty, less so in the last couple of years, just choosing not to train as much and just to go for a nice jog with a dog rather than, you know, you know, a 10k run but I used to back when I got this I'd, I'd run a few marathons and I'd, I was fit mm -hmm. but we did uh, train as a group we did do whitewater rafting training sure. off-road driving we did do a lot of climbing so we try we honed and I actually did climbing myself because I knew even though you know climbers watch the film and they're like that's not how you'd climb anything but it's not the point you had to as long if you are confident with your ability as an actor 
and you know when you get on set the, it's not a documentary so they won't focus on what you're doing sure. but if you have the body confidence mm -hmm. then it sort of transcends over your it, it transposes itself over your performance so emotionally luckily we shot a lot of it chronologically so okay. I could keep up with that but I did have to just take a leap and just go there yeah, yeah. and I do approach things differently now than I did then then I would get really wound up maybe the night before if I had to do a really sure. emotional scene the next day just because I wasn't sure I could hit it you know because yeah, yeah. it's only with experience and doing it that you realize you can go there so now I know it's best just to know your script really well know your character really well make choices before you arrive on set so that when you're on set you're able to be spontaneous and work with the director because you've done all your homework you know sure. Okay, yeah. um, what would you say is the hardest thing you had to do on set? I think when we were stuck in the tunnel, that was hard because it was hard and hot and emotional and. Well, from my research, I heard, I heard that you're a bit claustrophobic. I is am. That true? Yes. Really? Oh, that must have been tough. <laughs> it was tough. It kind of helps. You've got to play with the pretend in your head. You yeah. like you could let the fear. Uh, inform your performance but also you don't want to actually panic because you're no good to anybody yeah, if you're actually yeah. panicked so it's that sort of delicate um, balance between uh, I guess being a little bit method with it allowing yourself to go there but always being able to when they shout cut that you can reset to the beginning sure and at the beginning of the scene you're not stuck in the cave and you're not panicking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, was it true that you did not see uh, when you were filming you did not see the crawlers until the actual first scene with them. Yes, so if you remember, my character sort of uh, breaks away from the group That's and she right, goes yeah. in. So I, and because we shot chronolo chronologically, I did get to see the crawler first. Yeah, yeah. But the, that was the first time I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's getting excited. So, and then when the girls saw it for the first time, it was the POV of Sarah's camera, camcorder. Sure. So I got to sit at the side of the stage and watch them just freak out yeah, yeah. when they saw awesome. the crawler for the first time. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, the Descent obviously broke the uh, with having an all-female cast, which I think is awesome. Mm -hmm. and, and what was it like being part of that? It was amazing and it was groundbreaking and that was back in the day. I was actually speaking about this film the other week in South Korea, part of Bifan uh, Fantastic Film Festival and they're really trying to celebrate female filmmakers and, and, and female, uh, anybody who is female who helps make a film happen. So sure. I was on a panel talking about how can we make it better for females? How sure. can we get more of a female perspective on things? And I'm like, Oh, I was talking about this back in Absolutely 2005 yeah, yeah. and are we still, why is it taking so long if you think how quickly politics move on, like yeah, yeah. how quickly Trump has appeared, you know, yeah, and yeah. How, how now we're heading for Brexit, politically things change but culturally it just takes such That's a long forever. time, yeah. so still That's to have an all-female cast like Ghostbusters and Ocean's Nine, they're like, oh wow, all-female, even yeah. though they're retelling the male story, it's still groundbreaking in inverted commas but for us it was we did uh, we did lay the way but that was back in the day when uh, when we went to New York I remember distinctly Natalie and I were interviewed on a radio channel and they thought it was appropriate to ask us if we all got our periods at the same time because we spent so much time together it was that sort of world but if you look at you know um, especially with the whole me too thing um, the, the whole Facebook memes that were going on. Sure. And there was this great one from Emma Bunting, 
uh, from the Spice Girls yeah, when yeah. she was interviewed. And yeah. did you see that? I haven't seen Interviewed that. by this the really sleazy guy on radio talking about her body. And, and then you've got... Um, actresses having to talk about whether they wore pants in their skimpy outfit yeah, it's like yes yeah. so now uh, I think women feel stronger to say I, you can't ask me that question no, exactly. this is so from 90s right. this <laughs> 2018 what's wrong with you or for you guys yeah. it actually I think it broke a lot of moulds and, and a lot of it, people forget about the horror community and, and what it does for women I think yeah. as well as it, it just it makes women strong and it, they come across as strong yeah so if, it, if it's well written I have been sent a few yeah, slasher imagine, scripts yeah. where I'm running away from a guy with a knife and like not interested not just, yeah no. totally um, what was it like working with the great Neil Marshall? Oh, he's fantastic. I can imagine, He's yeah. fun. He's brilliant. And he's uh, so passionate about what he's doing. And we were telling a very, almost a simple story about being trapped and when there's an outside uh, danger on a group of friends, what happened. And, and unlike dog soldiers, where they stuck together, sure. in descent, the girls sort of splintered and fractured, and at the end, it was every person for themselves. Exactly, yeah. Um, so he, wa- he really wanted to make realistic performances in an unrealistic setting, yeah. which I'm all up for, because I don't really... And that's kind of how I've approached, because I've done quite a few horror films since yeah, the descent. Well, not quite a few. I think I'm on to five, but I've yeah. always approached them the same. I never play the genre, I just no. play the scene. Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. how I've survived in the genre, actually. Yeah. Well, that's quite funny, actually. It brings me on to my next question, which is, you've obviously been in the set, which is a horror movie, How? and you've been in Nails, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what is your favourite horror movie? I love The Shining, <laughs> because every time I'm in a hotel, and I have to walk down the corridor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I also, I love the original The Ring. Oh, great book. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, the original Japanese one. Sure. Uh, and I remember watching it for the first time when I was in London and uh, my boyfriend at the time uh, tripped the fuse box and then phoned my phone. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like, no. yes. So I was in darkness and no then my way. phone rang. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, obviously, your new movie is coming out soon, White Chamber. Yes. So, it's being shown at Five Fest this year. Yes. Um, can you tell us much about that? Yes, I can. So, a woman wakes up in a white chamber and all she hears is this uh, computer voice talking to her and it trans. What, everything is not how it seems it's a dystopian black mirror the UK is at civil war and a group of scientists have been employed by the government to concoct a super drug to give to the military to make them super fighters against the rebel forces and it's all really about how far you would go for your cause oh really? yeah that sounds really interesting yeah. I'm looking forward to that because I'm actually going to Pride Fest this year oh great yeah, well I'll see you there times. I'm going to be there just for the day I can't stay so I'm sort of shooting in and shooting out oh, but I'll brilliant. be there yeah. have you been there before? I was there for uh, Howell and I was there for Descent Part 2 and I can't remember being there for the Descent but I must have been possibly yeah but I it's a great place to it's be. Those, great. Those I love guys it. are really cool. Yeah. Um, I think you'll have great fun there. So, I've got my last question here. Okay. I can't let you go without asking about a small little movie called Last Jedi. Oh, yes. 
how did that part come about and, and how has that been involved in? So as an actor, you spend a lot of time going on tape for things, hours and hours of line learning for auditions that you never even hear back that you've not got. Sure. So out of the blue, I get this message from my agent saying, uh, so uh, Nina Gold wants you to be in Star Wars. And I said, what is happening? So I phoned up my agent and said, what are you talking about? Because I hadn't gone on tape or anything. I didn't even know there was one being made. I said, no, 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 Nina Gold um, and uh, sent your um, showreel away and uh, they love it and they want you to be involved. But we can't tell you in what capacity because it's all top secret. So you've got to phone the casting agent. So I, had to, I phoned Nina and she was like, oh, Shauna, great to hear. I hadn't seen her for about 10 years. Oh, really? And then she filled me in on what, the, what it was, what the character was, pilot of the resistance force, you're, you're flying a speeder, you know. I'm like, fine, in, I'm in, I'm yeah. definitely in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was, I think it was seven days in total, you know, spread out a couple of months or so, sure. filming in Pinewood. Awesome. And it was where we shot The Descent. And it was just this really surreal, crazy experience. It didn't actually feel real at all. Sure. Felt a bit of a dream. Really? Yes, because because also my part is, you know, it's small, it's a cameo of anything. Um, so I was on the periphery of it, watching everything. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have to stress out about my performance. I just could observe. And it, it's such, you know, it's this massive franchise that you've it's been part of everybody's lives for sure and you're meeting you know C3PO and R2D2 and all Carrie Fisher and all that and it's just it was odd but brilliant yeah I can imagine brilliant that scene is wonderful though to be part of that must be you know amazing just to see that whole scene it's probably my favourite scene in the whole movie as well with the sand and the red and the colours beautifully shot and it was fantastic well, all I can say is thank you so much for spending some time with us on Draw One Last Breath podcast. You've been amazing and thanks for all your time. You're very welcome. Thank you. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I bloody did. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, fingers crossed, we'll have some more um, top A-lister horror interviews coming your way this year hopefully yeah. check out the horror recons and uh, you might get an inkling about who we might be trying to yeah to try to meet and we're definitely going to London Film and Comic Con this year so if you're going hit us up and we'll meet up and have a beer yeah have a beer have a chat you know yeah. you can tell us about what you love about horror yeah I'd that's love what we want friends Co- community horror want, community all I want is a new friend I've, I'm getting bored of Matthew so <laughs> I just want some new new friends oh so <laughs> save me alright what are we doing for our next something to scream about so with Chucky coming out and us doing that in our next episode so we're going to talk about toys and horror movies and when we talk about that obviously Chucky we know is a toy but there's loads of like horror movies out there that have had their like main sort of villains or villain or villains as they're sort of like a toy or even scenes from movies it doesn't have to be like the main villain does it anything to, to it involves toys I think demonic toys Krampus dolls right, don't name them all then <laughs> Let, let us, like, you know, stew about it for a couple of days and maybe come up with our ideas, yeah? So that's what we're going to talk about in our next episode. Toys and horror movies. Awesome. I'm Sweet. looking forward to it already. So now we get to go and move on to our movie from the vault. And I got to pick my movie. And this episode we went for Basket Case. Yes. 
is the secret Dwayne is hiding in the basket. What's in the basket? Easter eggs? What's in the basket? Clothes. What's in the basket? Nothing. What's in the basket? My brother. What's in the basket? Open it, if you dare. Basket case, opening at our theater for you. An analysis film presentation. So I'll give you a little bit of a synopsis in terms of what this movie is about. It's about a young man carrying a big fucking basket that contains his extremely deformed Siamese twin brother. And he seeks basically vengeance on the doctor who separated them against their will. That is basically it. It's a comedy horror. That's what it's marked as. Mm. Mm. That's, that's what it's marked on as an IMDb is a comedy oh, horror. We're going to take that into everything we do now, are we? No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely comedy. There is, there is comedy. There's there, definitely comedy in it. Um, obviously, this is the first time that I got the opportunity to see it. Definitely haven't watched this one. Good. Um, when I was a kid, so this was a new experience. <laughs> and it was a certainly an experience. I really wanted to watch the two and three, but I didn't get time. After mm. reading the plots of the next two. It seems. It just seems. Oh, they shit. get. They get worse in the first one, mate. They go out there. I mean, trust me. I loved it mm. for what it was. Yeah. And it's a. It's a cult classic for a reason. Mm. All right. But it was 1982. Mm-hmm. All right, and it felt like a, one of those sort of Vipco sort of movies. You know the ones I got like Night Train Murders. Oh yeah, I think it was on Vipco. At one was point. it? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. It felt like some back in the day. CD 70s porn movie at some stage. I don't know, it didn't really have any, I don't think there was any nudity in it. Um, oh, there was a bit, yeah. Oh, Christ, yeah. Okay, there is there some. That, I've just remembered that scene. Yeah. Um, we'll get on there, by yeah, the way. There will it, be spoilers. But it's set in New York, so it's got yeah. that trashy 80, early 80s New York feel to it. Kind of, uh, they went through that, there was that phase, wasn't there, from like strangler slasher movies in New York. Trailer Killer yeah, and all that sort all that of stuff. Kind of thing, and, yeah. it, and it had that and vibe. Where, the sh- where it was shot, it just it wasn't eighties for me. Mm-hmm. It didn't have that oh, no, it's, real eighties feel. It still had that seventies edge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's when it came out, so it probably still has a lot of seventies vibe about it. Yeah, I mean, remember in the seventies, New York was a fucking. It's not like it was now that it was a dive back then. It was absolute dive, like I the mean, Warriors sort of style. Well, it was. It was. It still had loads of gangs and. There was loads of crime, and they only just cleared it out of the late 80s. They started to clear it all out and make it a destination for holiday goes. So, yeah, but that's okay. a different story. I mean, I've only got two worthy actors I'm going to mention in this movie. Um, obviously, the main Dwayne, uh, guy who plays Dwayne Bradley, the, the brother who's carrying the basket around, is played by Kevin Van Hintenjik. That's the best I can do with yeah. his name. I'm sorry. It's not too bad. Best, the, be, the next name that I wanted to mention is slightly okay. better. Beverly Bonner. Yeah. Or Boner. Who plays Casey. Um, and she's, like, wonderful in it. As a sort of, like, like friendly prostitute. Yeah. Well, she's definitely a prostitute. First she? of all, I was a bit... I thought 
I, 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 I watched this movie a long time ago when I was a kid. But first of all, when I watched it, I couldn't remember whether that was like a trans, transvestite or not. First of all, <laughs> when I first met her on the scene. And I was like, she looks a bit manly. And then I was like, no, it isn't. Oh, yeah, it is a prostitute slash stripper slash, I don't know, something. Yeah, she's something. She's, yeah. Well, she's, she's nice enough, don't she? Yeah, she's, she's nice, like, very nice, friendly. Friendly, talky. Very friendly. But this fucking movie, I don't know what to say about it. Um, What did you like about it when you watched it as a kid? When I was a kid, it, I'm not going to lie, it, I'd never seen nothing like this sort of movie in my life. Um, it freaked me out. I was quite young when I watched it, I think. Um, it kind of freaked me out a bit. I was like, this is very, very strange. I mean, the concept is pretty cool. You know, the Siamese twin thing, you know, they can, they can still, he can still talk to him via telekinesis. It's very unique. Um, and it, it's the premise of the story is great. You've got to remember this film was shot on a very very low budget you know i think it's shot for thirty-five thousand dollars. i can see where the money went well yeah but then i think people need to see that even though that was so low budget they've still managed to make a cult movie um you know i don't think you can really say it looks totally cheap there are bits that are terrible in it but then there's bits that actually look pretty gross and pretty but graphic. I think the beauty of it is that it's so terrible that it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is one of those oh, things yeah, that definitely. crosses over to the fact that, I mean, there there are bits in this movie where it moves from, you know, you've got this thing in a basket for one thing. So you don't see it. It's al- got a name. Come on. How do you say it? I don't write his fucking name down. Oh, that's terrible. What's his name, Matt? Belial. What? Belial. Belial. Yeah, that's his name. Belial. Okay. Right, so- it's not a thing. It's got a name. So the thing called Belial, <laughs> it's definitely a thing. I don't give a fuck. When they cut it off, it becomes bloody its own little... <laughs> the noises a, that you come You look out, like him then as well. Oh, fucking hell. The noises <laughs> that comes out of the bloody thing, it, that's, that was insane. That drove me... It's scary, wasn't it? That drove me insane watching whenever it made a fucking noise. I had to turn the TV down a bit. It's so loud. God. But like, when it moved, because I liked it more when it was sort of just a glove. You could tell that it was just yeah, like a do. That's with the one glove. thing I was going to talk. I did not like that whole stop go motion kind yeah. of claymation. When they moved to was, claymation, they that was shocking. Done that. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. reminded me of the mutilator with those choices of like you know slow down scenes and stuff. The choice to make it claymation, is, I, but I bet you that's one of the things that have made it such a cult classic. Oh, it's yeah. like everyone's going. Why the fuck did they do this? It's just so stupid. Mm. It's funny. And you've got to remember as well, this was deemed as a video nasty. What? Yep. I mean, yeah, because it's got... What do you mean, what? I mean, yeah. I mean, Come on. Oh, I can see it. Yeah. Oh, I can see it. There's the gore in this thing. I think it's because it went on for... There's obviously a scene which we'll talk about. Several scenes. <laughs> okay, you, you might have to tell me what, if I might miss something. But... Were you on your phone again? No. But like... <laughs> The, the deaths are just this what's his name again Belial Belial yeah Belial just sort of raking his bigger nasty claw fingers somehow he can jump really high he's got like super strength he's super, a super villain super strength and he just kind super of super villain you should have loved yeah. him he he's sort of just like got super sh- screams at him and yeah. <laughs> but he's got quite a muscly arm he's just all muscle isn't he he's like a tumour yeah like What's his face? Quigley from... Uh, is it Quigley? <laughs> Krang. No, not quite Krang. Yeah, it's like Krang from Turtles. Like Krang. 
but I was thinking about the weird thing from Total Recall. Oh, yeah, the, Quay... the baby. Was it a bit? Yeah, yeah that was a baby. Weird little hands. Mm. Yeah. So they've moved on about a bit in terms of things. But yeah, his little... Obviously, he's carrying a Siamese thing. I mean, the thing I remember from a kid, I don't know why I ever put Chuck picked this. Mm. Or maybe I never was allowed because it was obviously crossed a line. Mm. But... Yeah, it is. Yeah. It does. But it's just the, the, the VHS cover was fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was mm. just that sort of like... Not knowing what was in the, the case. Na- the name spoke to me. Yeah. I don't know, it's just appealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the element. And so that's why I wanted to pick it, because it's just like... Oh. Mm. It's yeah. A, it's, it's, it's definitely a graphic movie. He's a uh, dork, though, isn't he? And it pushes it out there. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think that he has to be, because he's being kind of controlled by Bilal. He's like... He, at the end of it, it he's kind of like yeah so this thing he has been cut away from him but he's got this such a strong connection to it that it kind of controls him and he gets jealous of him Bilal gets jealous of Dwayne and all that kind of stuff yeah because he pulls somehow yeah. somehow he gets a really really pretty blonde well, yeah, with that haircut it's just like she, she's crazy she is this is where the comedy element comes in the two comedy elements is, is her and her outlandish acting is hilarious. But the other thing that makes me laugh the most out of the whole film, I forgot how funny this is, um, is the hotel manager. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, the hotel manager just keeps on running up the stairs. <laughs> up the stairs. Go back to your rooms. Go back to your rooms. He, he just makes me laugh so much. Because you keep hearing this, he keeps hearing these loud noises. <laughs> yeah, <come> screams. <laughs> fucking weird, man. This is what I love about this movie. That it's so fucking weird. It is it's like you it. don't know what is going to happen next. You're no. just like, what is this movie? What is it about? Why am I watching this? And it takes very weird twists where you think, is that really happening? Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, I, we've got to talk about... We can, in a minute. Okay. In a minute. I'll... Not, I'm not going to talk about the end bit. But there's no, a I don't want to talk about the dodgy scene in a sec. <laughs> So, I'm going to run down the deaths. Okay. All right. All right. So, number one. So, obviously, he's 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 on revenge spree. So, he's, mm. he's trying to hunt down the doctors that sort I, of cut him out. I love this first one. I, I just love the fact that this doctor thinks running into the house and putting the blinds down on his house is going to keep him safe. <laughs> and he's got the shittest... Where did they get him from? But he's got the shittest, smallest gun. It's like a starter <laughs> pistol. It just didn't... It looks so fucking fake. But it's fine. But he obviously gets his face ripped off. Yeah. And it's and most of them just get their little the face ripped off. There's break. no reveal, remember? Yes. Which, is, which I like. I like that. No reveal. The second one was the... There was so... I just... All I wrote down was so much blood. So much blood. There was a lot of blood. Hmm. Who was the second person to die? Um, was it... Um, Wasn't the, the second doctor, was it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it was... But, but doctor it, with the glasses. Broad daylight. Broad daylight. Yeah. No, no, no. It wasn't because he comes back at night, don't they? Yeah, they come yeah, back yeah, at yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. Um, three was I wrote snooping, so somebody went into the room. <laughs> oh, the guy that tries to nick the money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. His brother he deserved it. Yeah, he's trying to nick it. his money, man. Um, I wrote rake to the face. Rake to the face. Dad in half. Fucking great scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So obviously. Dad wanted the one. Dad wanted. There's a flashback scene. Yeah. So you know, obviously, Dad's not in it. So there's a flashback scene, and 
they lull him into the basement. And the auntie as well was in on it, mm. wasn't she? Oh, well, she was away, wasn't she, mm. when it apparently happened? But yeah, he gets sliced in half by some weird buzzsaw. <laughs> he makes it, doesn't he? They make it. <laughs> yeah. Like some weird, like, cutting system. This was one of the most fucked up things I've seen. Mm. The scalpel to the face. So mm. the the weird, vet, the actual vet yeah. veterinarian. Um, it's broad daylight. The third doctor, yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's patients and dogs and cats in the waiting <laughs> yeah. room. Yeah. Right, there's these weird twins, twin nurses, which twin is really nurses. freaky. That was really freaky. Um, is that like a nod to Shining or something? Uh, like that? It was Shining was only out like two years before this movie, yeah, maybe. So I don't know, but the, the twins are weird, and he's killing her in the middle of the day, screaming again. She's screaming, everyone can hear it, and they're just sort of looking, going, What's happening? It's like something out of Police Academy. <laughs> so fucking bad shit. Hey, don't start talking bad at Police Academy. <laughs> Great movies. Um, then you've got his girlfriend. Hey, I don't want to get skip to that part. Okay. Yet. I what just want to talk, talk about? about the 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 kind of like stripper he he kind of befriends. <laughs> I love this bit. It just cracks me up. Is that you know when she takes him back to the room and he's pissed and she leaves him on the bed. And she leaves, and obviously the camera follows her into her room, and you know that's not the end of it. And she's getting ready for bed, and she gets her t-shirt on, like really badly at it, lays on her bed, and then uh, the the best thing is one of the cushions just flies forward, and there's little Bilal's face, and all you see is like his face. You know that bit out of ET where all the plush <laughs> teddies are? It just reminded me of that it's just a little face poking out, and then he just like grabs at it. Yeah. has a little fondle Ooh. and you think oh, what's going on man and she just freaks the fuck out Delilah's got feelings yeah and he darts out the window he's gone isn't he he's he jumps gone. out the window yeah. and the, the little hotel manager runs up the stairs and it's like she's going crazy so what the fuck oh man it just I just love that bit I was just pissing myself it's so funny because the lock's gone from the, the basket at this point oh yeah so and kick. oh we forgot about him we forgot about the junkie guy that nicks him Nicks the uh, basket in the cinema. <laughs> he gets killed. No, he doesn't get he killed. Oh, he runs away. Um, he he gets a rake to the face, but he oh, survives. Yeah, he survives. He gets him back. He yeah. gets him back. He gets his basket back mm. and runs away. Yeah. Weird. So yeah. So then we go to the penultimate scene, which is uh, which is disturbing to say the least. So Belial is a little. I bet you explain this one. He's a know. bit of a perv. He's but a bit he, jealous. He's. He... Or is he? Because is he connected? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, see, that's but, what it alludes to. But Dwayne was gonna get, was about to get some, and bless him, he was about to get some with whatever her name is. Actually, whatever, her name. whatever her name is, I didn't write it down. Um, and then he jumps out of the basket halfway before they were getting busy, hmm. and she's like, "Oh my god, what's that?" And he, then he just shoves her out the door, and she runs away. And it's like... She freaks out. And then he freaks out with Belial saying, oh, you always do this, you won't do it. That's such a weird fucking thing going on. But he goes around and rapes her later. What Belial does, yeah. yeah. But what's he raping her with? I don't know. He's... It's it's such a weird thing. What I don't even know... What, I don't even know how to explain I think, this. And I think this is what makes it even weirder. I think he kills her first. That's what's more weird. He's definitely touching her up, though, isn't he? Yeah, and then he just strangles her. Yeah, is that what you call it? The little glove 
Then come back well, in. It, kill, it kills us, doesn't it? And then, yeah. then all you see is him like humping her, and it's like, what? There's just a lot of blood down there. Yeah. And when I say down there, I mean in her fanny. Oh my god. I've got to let the I've got to let the breeders just know if they haven't seen this movie. I'm sure they have. Well, I'll tell you something about that in a minute. Okay, but he's humping her in, and he hasn't got anything to hump her with, because like, he's. Oh yes, he has. Watch two and three. <laughs> Oh no! I think I know. I did read something on the on the island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he yeah, in you three. Feel, you thought this ba- was weird. He gets a baby. You wait, mate. Right. Okay. Oh god! But I didn't. See. You're in for a treat, mate. Is it like a little, like a pig's wig? I don't know. I'm not going like to let you. Spray. I'll let you discover that one. Fucking hell! I was just like, he, but he's he obviously Dwayne captures him in the act, hmm. and he he's still stronger than him. He bundles him into the basket. And then they get back and they have their little fight. The, the two brothers are fighting. I don't know how to explain this. I mean... <laughs> I Del- like the ending. Delisle's not a quiet thing. He's not. He's not he's, I think you probably sound like that if you were just a head with an arm. He's got one and a, arm. And a dinkle. We haven't even talked about what he looks like. He just works... Like we said, I suppose he looks like Krang. But with a big... Kind Massive. of demon arm, <laughs> yeah. and the other arm's kind of like it's not usable. It's just kind of attached. To I, I don't think you like this movie much. Did I you? do like it. I think and it's you've fun. watched some weirder shit than this because I, I know, know you've got I some know. weirder stuff. I, I have to mock it because otherwise, I think I, I again. I think it's it's probably one of those things where I had a bit more of a connection because when I saw it, it was more raw to me when I was younger. So it was like you've seen kind of things like this, where when I first watched it, it was raw and totally. Different. I'm not saying it was amazing. It was just completely something I've never seen before. This is and good. it was like you were watching it, and it was like you were definitely not allowed to watch this one. Yeah, I've never you know been I mean? allowed to see exactly a blob rape a woman to death. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like this movie. I but I can see the the stupidness to yeah. it. Yeah. I've got to point it out, but. It's definitely something that I would watch again because it's just so fucking weird. <laughs> it's so weird. So don't get me wrong, there's definitely a little bit of love for it. But, oh my God. I wasn't expecting what I watched. Oh, really? I wasn't expecting What were you expecting? I, I know, like, Come on. I knew, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what was in the basket. I thought... But did it, you not know that? So you've not even seen any trailers didn't, or pictures? Didn't see a trailer. Oh, didn't, wow. read the, didn't read the plot. That's pretty cool. Um, I just... I just went in knowing that I liked the name and liked the poster. Mm. Um, and that's enough. That was enough for me. That's amazing. Um, so when I first saw this little weird thing in a basket, I was like, oh, that's what's in there. Okay. Were you expecting something better? Like, better effects? Ghoulies esque? I think. Yeah. The claymation was fucking batshit. Mm. But yeah, I was expecting something slightly different. Mm. I like what I got, but it just wasn't what it wasn't my first thoughts. Okay. So yeah, you know, it's just fucking weird. I suppose I didn't realise as well. I can't wait. That for it, you was to watch 19, that it was nineteen eighty two, and that was like threw me. And the fact that it was all seventies vibe, I was just like, it just it's the early whole, though. It is yeah, early. The whole thing threw me for six. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> but yeah, it's good in a good way, in a very good way. And it's only an hour and a half. One yeah. hour thirty one, can't really argue with that. Um but yeah, you get the brother fight, brother fight's brilliant. But I just think obviously two and three's down the line so we know it's a sequel, but 
the way it's left, you think they're both dead. Um, but it's very public. Hmm. That's the one thing. I, another thing which I'm just like. This sort of, it's sort of still they, it's very real. They sort of it appears in the news. The killings are definitely on the news and stuff. Mm, like. Yeah. So people know. So you know it's. But it's New York, man. Happening. People got killed every yeah, like, every day in New York in that time. You but know. Everyone's seen this blob thing, so we know the plot for two and three is like them on the run. Is it? Oh, okay, I gotta watch two and three. Okay, cool. Yeah, you got you gotta watch them. Can you give me some Matt's facts before yeah. I just fucking ramble on? So these these are really funny these. So the funny thing at the end is most of the credits at the end of the movie are fake names because there's so few people that worked on this movie that they it wouldn't have been worth them having credits. It was that <laughs> that's few many. So they thought let's just make up a load of names. That's genius. And just put them on there. Um, I mean, in the crew, at most times it was three or four people. That was it. I mean, it was it was shot for like thirty five grand. Yes. So that's like nothing. I think now I know that I like it more. Mm. So, it, you know, it was it, it was a lot less. So and this just proves the point that you know the wad of cash that Dwayne has at the start that the guys in the hotel see yeah. like the rolled up cash. That was pretty much the movie's entire budget they used that for. <laughs> Which was hilarious. It's just like all that money was the actual budget for the film. That's brilliant. Rolled up, so I bet people had eyes on that. <laughs> um, so the the cast for Belial's face was actually you've probably noticed the resemblance that was was actually the actor that played Dwayne. Yeah. Um, it was his face, and he'd done the screaming voice, so he did. He was actually oh, Belial as well. Fair enough. Interesting, interesting, interesting acting choice. It was actually meant to be a comedy horror, but there was no gore in this film. Originally, they cut out all the gore bits and just had it comedy. Okay. Um, and But it, then they decided that when it came out, that they just thought, sod it, let's just put all the, the actual horror gore bits it back in. And it was then, then an uncut version. Um, most of the sound effects and stuff were done by the director, uh, Frank Henenlotter. Um, and he, he said you often anything from uh, a woman walking down the street with high heels he, that was actually him with high heels on making noises <laughs> and stuff so it, it was literally him and the producer like did all the sound effects pretty that's, much. Day, that's brilliant that, that's DIY that man, is proper it. DIY um, the, the little fact this is quite funny you know the dude that tries to nick the money and it gets killed Yeah. if you look in his apartment this is quite cool I like this there's a centerfold uh, from Playboy on his wall. I did notice that. I know you noticed <laughs> that. And that, apparently that was the first shot uh, of uh, first twin playmates. Oh, okay. Which is quite clever, I thought. Cool. A little play on the twins and stuff. Yeah. Or maybe that's why the nurses were twins. Ah. Just like oh, you know, right, yeah, the okay. twin effect thing, uh, which was quite interesting. Now, the, ends, the controversial end scene... Um, uh, Sharon was the girl's name. Okay. Um, you might notice her dodgy wig throughout the movie. Yeah. Because apparently she was in a punk band and she actually had no hair. Oh, okay. Like cool. shaved head, so they had to she had to wear a, a wig for doing it. Now that end scene, apparently, um, some of the crew members walked out and didn't come back ever again because it's so controversial. Ma- they didn't have many. Crew well, they didn't. They must have four and then two left. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but which which happened again uh, when he made his next movie, Brain Damage, in 1988. 
They had crew walk out on that one. Fuck, I need to watch Brain Damage. Yeah. I thought you would. Um, last little bit. Um, the, the Not nerd... for those reasons, just because it sounds really cool. <laughs> you know the <laughs> the the streaking naked bit? Uh, where, oh, yeah. yeah. He's running. That scene was filmed um, for real down in New York streets, but they had a van at one end with the heating on because it's freezing cold and a van 100 yards down with the heating on. And they literally chucked him out of the van, but they cleared the paths of all the debris and shit because New York was a shit old van. And obviously, like they had God knows what on the floor, like so they had to clear the path. And then he'd run out of one van down to the other van, and they literally did kept doing it each block until they got the perfect shots that they needed. Because originally that scene was going to be Belial running down the street, but they didn't have the money and the effects to do that. They're going to have a little blob. Yeah, just running. Which is like, naked anyway. Wiggling down the street. Screaming at people. Okay, you, you please tell me you got some facts in there about this claymation. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, shit. That's everything I got. There's, there's absolutely loads more. I but need to understand. I don't want to reason. go on all night. Yeah, okay. But are we going to rate this bad boy? Well, go on. What you guys? I pick my pick, so you, you, you rate it first. Um, I mean, it's going to be different for me because, you know, it's a cult, it is a cult classic. It's a cult classic, like creature feature, and it's got a, it's got a good storyline to it, and and it birthed two kind of films after it that are just as messed up. Um, so I think I'll probably give it probably about a six out of ten. I was going to go breaths. I was going to give it higher. Yeah, I am. I go give it seven breaths out of ten. Oh, cool. Because it's <laughs> it's batshit. I'll go with that. Let's let's go with seven. I can't for the batshitness. You know, it's 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 up there for me. It's Brilliant. like uh, it's very unique. I can't wait for you to watch next. Oh shit! I can't bloody wait. I didn't realize I had to. I got you got some homework now. Yeah. Okay. That was bloody good. Right. That was good fun. I'm glad <laughs> I did that. that. Yeah. yeah. So you, it's my pick next. It is your pick. What you got for me? So, this is a movie that I know you haven't seen. And I definitely haven't seen. And it's been on the cards for a long, long time now. And I really, really want to see it. We are going to watch Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> I'm so bloody excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to see this. I know we both wanted to see it for a long time. And it's got so much cultness about it. And, you know, for like, I've, so long I've wanted to watch this. So it's got to be it's done. It's everywhere at the moment as yeah. well. Is yeah. that what's prompted you? Because it's literally... Well, it's always, I see it on, like, loads of Twitter feeds. I yeah. see it on Instagram all the time. And I don't know how it's... Are going to it? Is that what's going to happen? I don't know. Uh, it's I don't know. But the one thing I will say is that I don't think it had a big, a, a, as big a release over here than it did in America. I think that that's kind of why it's not so big over here because I see a lot of, like, the States kind of promoting it loads more and, you know, talking about going to cons and meeting people from it. But yeah, I'm well excited to watch this one. Yeah, I'll see what the I'll see what the hype is about. Mm, Quality stuff, good good pick. All right, that's speaking of good old fun episode. So we've got on the episode 29, we will be watching Charles Play, the new Charles Play movie with voiced by Mark Hamill. Our something to scream about will be t- talking about toys and horror movies, mm. and Matt has just released from the vault Sleepaway Camp. Exciting stuff, mate. And I'll be 40. And you will be 40. And with that... 40 40s. Beautiful news. Is there any more thing to say? When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. 
I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreathPod at Hotmail.com.